This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Monday. It is the 12th of February 2024. Coming up, I've bought things. Oh, and could the answer to Mac be Windows? You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Now, the intelligent people amongst us, Sean, will always say that the answer to everything is 42. But I think yes. the answer to a Mac is Windows, and I'll explain why. A I agree, you're later. right. No, that's it. That's that discussion done. Is that Windows it? is the answer. Well done, sir. You finally came to it. I am a hero. I think that you is... Are. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking aside, this this new... I mean, it's not a new feature, right? But this yeah. thing that you've discovered sounds so cool, so amazing. I was jealous of the general concept. Oh, we're being so cryptic. Um, and what you've been able to do with this, or what you found out you can do with this, really cool. I've actually well, turned on the Mac. That's oh. how cool it is. Well, you're not the, you're not the only one because I was mentioning it on uh, you know over there on that Mastodon on the old Elephant Network. And, I am aware uh, of it. Yes. I mentioned it, and I and I, a couple of people were coming back and saying, "Yeah, I've tried this before; it doesn't really work very well." Uh, and then came back with uh, differing opinions. So, look, we'll get to that in a second. I want to ask you first, though, because that's look, we're in that week, right? A couple of things are happening here. Um, we've got a big week next week because we're heading off to Vienna together. <laughs> That's ah, ridiculous. Vienna. Ah, Vienna. Uh, so we'll be going there uh, yes. to uh, to sit in a chair uh, in, fr- in front of a table uh, in front of uh, people and talk to them uh, in public. We will be we'll basically be like an exhibit at a museum. Uh, some yes. would say we should be, uh, but we will in fact be uh, in Vienna. And do you know who else is going to be there? Do you know who else? Who? Mr. F. It's going to be oh, there. Oh, no. Well, actually there. I mean, not yeah. just a overwhelming presence. He's I, actually going to be there physically. I've decided, So the, the whole thing's happening. The Zero Project Conference, big event. We'll t- tell you more about it next week because we've got interviews coming up about what the, the whole thing's about, and we can tell you all about it then. Um, I'm just too tired to get into it today. Uh, but, you know, basically... <laughs> A huge event. I thought it up. was just a chair in front of a table. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, that's pretty us, much the description I got. Yeah, for us, that is exactly what it is. I mean, this this is not a glamorous gig, Sean Priest. Uh, but last year I went, you didn't get a chance to come along because you weren't. Uh, you still were recovering from with your leg, mm, um, yes. and your other leg. I mean, it was there as well. But uh, you know, we were recovering. It was, it was a bit happier than the other one, to be perfectly honest. Uh, so I went along, and uh, Mr. F and I went there. And we had a good time. But, you know, I've decided this year it's quite important because the whole thing takes place at the UN building, the United Nations. I mean, why you and I going to the United Nations? It's like Bill and Ted's Amazing Adventure or whatever it is, right? It's just ridiculous. Um, I need a suit. Yeah, well, I, I was, see, this is the thing. I just go in my jeans and a jumper. I don't really care. You, you can't represent the blind well, community. Representing the jeans blind community. Excuse me. Tie. I am my own man. Oh, uh, well, hang on, I'm just hang on, saying. Just, hang on, hang on. Yes. Oh, no, it's okay. My wife's not in. That's fine. I was just checking. Okay, okay. <laughs> you just got to smarten up. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I'm wearing well, a top try. hat. All right. <laughs> Good luck trying to get the headphones on over it. You need a cut <laughs> But, you know, I was thinking if, if Mr. F and I go in at the same time, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit nervous because, you know, I may have a Braille display with me. And if I do, they often get, you know, they get a lot of questions. People wonder what they are. They don't know what the Braille displays are. So 
you know, they often get searched. Sometimes they say, I'm sorry, you can't bring that in here. And you've got to go through a whole speech mm. to explain High why. High security. Yeah, yes, well, of course, right. it's the UN, right? So, yep. you know, I've got to be very careful here. Um, I was thinking if I go with Mr. F, there's a good chance to catch the whiskey bottle before they get to uh, me, and then I'll be okay. So you're using him basically as cannon fodder for yes. security, right? That's it's right. Like, while he's clinking away through the metal detector. <laughs> He'll de- there'll definitely be clinks. It will definitely be clinks. Uh, so, you can yeah. get by with your Braille display. I can just sort of... Glorious sh- idea. You know? I'll, be, I'll be like, that there, Tom Cruise, in Mission Incomprehensible, or whatever it is. Never seen it. Never no, seen it. neither have I. Do you know no. my mum watches Mission Impossible movies? I learned this the other day. Oh, she? Well, it's the Tom Cruise factor. She says, I just love he's the fact hit. that he's continually jumping out on off of things. <laughs> like, okay. I don't quite get that. Does anyway, she not uh, like him? <laughs> yes, I think she wants to see him actually hurt himself. I think that's the thing. It's like, please, one day, will you just actually hurt yourself? This is just getting a bit annoying. Love you, Tom. Um, congratulations to the, the people of the Super Bowl. Um, I, I know this is a big I'm bringing it topical, you see, because I like to keep oh, the show well topical. Done. Um, well done, the Dolphin No, Packers. no, no. It was, the, it was the Kaiser Chiefs and the Detroit Spinners, uh, okay. both going up against each other. I believe the Excellent. winner... Was Taylor Swift? Uh, that's all I've been hearing in the news today. Taylor uh, Swift yes. won the Super Bowl. I don't know if she ran on the the field and did something, but she apparently won it. So congratulations to her. Ta- Taylor Swift instead of Tyler Swift. Taylor Swift is yes. my hero. Uh, I'd also like to say um, a huge shout out to the person who did the halftime show. I don't know who you are, but I hope you have a fantastic career. Who was it? Someone called Usher. I don't know if he was the guy at the door, or he you know kind of t- maybe like oh you know. Filling in, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You've never heard of Usher? I've, no, I've never heard of Usher in my life. Okay, all right, very good. We're we're bang on topic here. Is, well is done, that, us. Is that is that a person? Is that a guy? Is that I, I don't know. I know nothing about Usher. Is that a band? It's a. I don't know. Sorry, my Mac is talking away to me. It wants to get into the conversation. Do you know, I think Bear it's trying me. to tell us to move on to the topic <laughs> that everyone second. really wants to hear about. Never mind your your Detroit Dolphins or whatever it was. Um, we- <laughs> Let's move on and talk about the big topic. Do you know, I will say, if that machine is starting up and it's voiceover at login screen, it's going to talk for a while. So just letting you know, I've just it's going to talk that, for yes. a while. Yeah. I'm muting. Back in a second, let me yeah. hit it with a hammer. Well, let me tell you Let me tell you the story. So um, over the weekend, I've been playing around with different things because I've been having some issues, as, as I've mentioned before, navigating the Mac. And I think all of us who use Macs, we all know the challenges that come with trying to navigate sometimes. It feels like you're, you're, you can very easily get lost. You can very easily get yourself into a situation where you, you kind of go forward, view left, for example, a couple of times, and then you go backwards, you know, view right, or, or whatever it is. And essentially, you end up in a different place to where you started. And you think, why is that? Why yes. is that the case? And, and surely this should make a lot more sense. It's not logical. Um, I must admit, I find Windows becoming a little bit like that. The, the Windows file save How? menu... The dialogue? Dare you? Goodness me. You're trying to open a file and you're shift tabbing and just like, if I go one way, if I tab, 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 tab to get to the folder list and then I, and then for some reason I go backwards, it's, it takes me a different route back. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like a, a taxi mean. driver. It just wants to go a different route, the longer way around. <laughs> Long way around. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have noticed this issue. But anyway, on the Mac, I had a few issues and you know, I've been trying out things like WhatsApp and lots of different applications. And one of the issues was navigating around the screen, moving from, say, the, the conversations window into the messages, moving to the, the box to type in your message. And all this culminated on Saturday. 
because I, my wife and I were sitting in the living room and we were having a chat about one thing or another. And she mentioned a song and I said, oh, I must play this song. I can't remember what the song was, but whatever it was. And um, never played the song in the end because I was too busy playing around with this. <laughs> but what happened was I'd gone into Apple Music app on the Mac and I was trying to navigate around. And all I wanted to do was get to the search field to type in the name of the song and then try and find the song to play it. Okay, so that's all I wanted to do. So simple enough. Things Easy. people, the, the things people, sighted people take for granted every day. Search, play, right? Oh, Done. Bitter and twisted. Yes. <sighs> well, why can't I do that, right? Why is it so complicated? Why is it so convoluted? So I, VO, I eventually right, vo left, something like that. You yeah, well, that's there. right. And you, yeah, and again, you've got to interact with elements on the screen. You've got to interact yeah. with areas of the screen. Tap. Thought, goodness, you know, remember that old voj command everyone told me about the jump command. That would surely be it, right? I can just move between one section of the screen and the other, move from the search box into the collection of items so I can find the song and play it. Well, that didn't work very well. And when I finally did find the search box, typing into it obviously creates like an autocomplete, so you get options coming up. And if you're not careful, and also for some reason, if you you wait for a couple of seconds, it just kicks you right out of the search box. And then you've got to, you know, view left or view right your way around the screen again to get back to it. Complete pain in the neck. Well done. Yes. So I get to the stage where I'm thinking there must be an easier way to do this. There must be a simpler way. So I start thinking about, okay, so what am I looking for? I'm looking for a search field, right? It's a text field. So if I go into my web rotor and I set it to um, text fields, Controls, can I? Text can, fields? Yeah, you know, can, I, can yeah. I just navigate to it that way? Uh, no, you can't do that. And then I thought, okay, so I go into what is the, the, the rotor, essentially, the, the rotor that is. Across the system, and this is one of the well, one of the many wonderful things about Mac in some ways, is that they distill a lot of the elements on the screen into these little menus that you can activate. So VOU brings up a rotor. So you can choose between headings or between buttons or between whatever. And if you're on a website, it can be links, it can be anything, text fields, whatever you find. Uh, and whatever it can determine from the website or app that you're on, because it works on the apps as well. If you want to find a specific button you're looking for, you can just VOU, and it will bring up a list of all the elements. Yeah. And in one of the elements, I found search field. And thought, oh, there it is. And it was under this thing called window spots. Now, I've heard of window spots, and I kind of know roughly what it is to an extent, but never really used it. And any time I had tried it before, it didn't really work very well. So I just gave up on it. And I thought, okay, well, now I know what it is. Now I know the search field is there. Why don't we try moving between search, moving between window spots, right? So from the search field to other places, and I thought, okay, so I'm trying to find a keyboard command, but there didn't seem to be one. So I went into my keyboard commander, which is under voiceover utility, and then you go into the keyboard commanders, and there's different ones. There's ones for the numpad, there's ones for the trackpad if you've got one. And you can control yeah. and create lots of different, you know, swipes, gestures, buttons. You can use all those different um, options, keystrokes um, and gestures. You can customize whatever you want in there. So you could say, for example, screen curtain. I've made it, for example, on my numpad number three. So if I want my screen curtain on, I just press number three. It means if I have to come out of it for whatever reason, I can just hit three and I'm back out. So I go in and I uh, search for web spots. And I find, you know, find next web spot as an option. I set hang it on, as a command. On. Yes. Web spots or windows? Oh, sorry, spots? I beg your pardon. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping ah. ahead of myself here. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, because that was another thing I found, that web spots seemed to have disappeared. There was no mention of web spots anywhere. 
Now, I wasn't looking for web spots, in fairness. I was looking for Windows spots. So I found what I looked for and I worried about the web spot thing later. So I set it up. I go back into the Apple Music app and I move between. So I'm using my, as I've set it, which means that when you're using the commander, you're, you can use the right command key. I think you can use the right option key as well if you want. You can choose which one suits you. I chose the right command key as my modifier. So I'm not using VO keys. I'm just using the right command key as my modifier for this specific set of commands that I've set up. I know it sounds a bit confusing, but go with me on this. So I've set it up with that and the right bracket. So I hit the, I hold down my modifier, which is my right command key, and I press on the bracket, the right bracket, and it starts moving around the screen. It goes from search to table of the sidebar, interacts with it immediately, so I don't have to interact. I can then view left and right within the sidebar. I can then do the same command again, and that takes me into the collection. Don't have to interact with it. I'm right in there, and there are all the songs I'm looking for. So then, then I'm thinking, hang on, let's open up some other apps. My wife is, is gone by this point. She's fed up. Yeah, of course. Yes. And I go into messages. Now, this is notorious. Notoriously difficult to move around. So I do the same thing. I use the same command that I've set up, and I move around. So I'm searching by window spot, moving by window spot, if you like, and it finds the search box. I didn't know there was a search box in there, but there's a search box. <laughs> and then I find the conversation tree, the, the, all the different conversations. Again, it's interacting with this. So I can move between all the different conversations. I can then view right and it take or not view right. Um <laughs> don't view right. Use the Windows Spots <laughs> command to get to the message list. And I'm in the message list and I'm able to arrow up and down and move between view left and right through all the different messages. And then again, the same command takes me to the type a message box. Wow. Okay. I did the same on mail, on calendar on WhatsApp, and it works perfectly on all of them. Oh, listen to the joy in your voice. But Honestly, I, I was blown away. I was like, where, has you, where have you been all my life? Where have you been all my life? My wife said, I'm right here. And I'm like, not you. It's, it's like a whole new operating system when you find something like that. It's like, wow, this... This works. I'm amazed. Yeah. I'm not fighting with the system, fighting with the screen reader, VO left, right, and VO JJ, which sometimes I just find all that just so inconsistent. So finding something like this that works. But this is where I get a little bit confused because I never heard of Windows Spots before. So on the Mac, you had something called Hotspots, which is where you could just basically create a place marker. So on yeah. this web page or on this app, when I do this, you know, when I, I this is hotspot one, this area, this button, this element is hotspot one. And then you could immediately jump to it, which is a great uh, feature anyway. Um, but quite then there different was web- to this, though, quite different to this, because it yeah. only applies to whatever you put it. So, for example, if you put a hotspot, give you an example. So for the show today and for every show, I have an app running called Good Stopwatch. I mention it because it's a super simple app. It's just a clock. That's all it is, a timer. And that's what I use to time out the show. People often wonder, and I've had this question before, how do you know what time you're at on the show? When do you know it's time to move along? Um, well, that's easy enough because we, we were talking. We've kind of figured out for ourselves. We've bored ourselves to tears, so we move on. Yes. But in terms of the overall time, um, yeah, I need to keep an eye on it. Now, the interesting thing is with uh, hotspots, what you can do is you can set a hotspot and you do that with VO shift and then one to nine can set all your different hotspots. Now, this is where things get a little bit 
into the kind of deeper elements and deeper side of, of voiceover. And actually, in some ways, it's where it's brilliant. You can really customize this system to suit you. So, for example, in an app itself, you can go into uh, voiceover activities. Again, this is under the voiceover utility, VOF8, uh, if you ever want to get in there. You'll probably know it well enough. Um, voiceover utility in their voiceover activities will allow you to set a specific set of rules for an app. So there might be maybe you want a specific voice or a speech rate or a, a set of commands or hotspots specific to that app. And every time you activate that app, those activities come into play. So, you know, they won't work outside of the app if you're focused on, say, Chrome, and then you move to another app like Edge, for example, then different commands would be available to you. Your, your job is really just to remember what they all are uh, and what's where. And that's kind of how I was navigating around with hotspots for a long time because I was using hotspots to almost set up all of that. So I would go into each app individually, set my places that I wanted the app to, you know, see the, the conversation list, see the message list. And yeah. it didn't, it failed because every time an update came along, it would throw the hotspots off and it wouldn't, and, you know, and it got to the point where they just became useless and they didn't work. So it wasn't perfect. But, you know, the way I use it with this aforementioned good stopwatch is, and this is what I love, there's two options with hotspots. You can have it activated so that you can jump to it. So I could press a button and it'll automatically move straight to that specific hotspot, which is brilliant. Or you can monitor. Well, I actually tell that you can monitor and you can describe. Don't quite understand the monitor one. Um, haven't tried it yet, but describe ultimately tells you what is at that voiceover focus point at that moment. Now, for someone monitoring time, that's quite important because I just want to know what the time is. So I can go right now and I can hit VO1 and I can say, okay, so it's telling me hang on, 1753. So that's where we're at at the moment. It's monitoring that hotspot, but what it's not done, it hasn't moved to that application. It hasn't taken voiceover to that. So wherever I am in the system it stays there. So I don't lose my place if I was typing oh, a document. Doesn't doesn't shift focus. No, it stays the focus stays exactly what it is. It just describes. It just goes off for a second and tells you the the time in this in this case uh, on that app. So great if you're following something. Great if you're following time in a meeting. You could set voiceover focus to that specific part in Zoom, for example, where the time is. Keep an eye on it. Uh, great for presentations, all that stuff, but you're not losing focus. Yeah, of where you are, and so yeah, that's really on. cool. So that's that's what hotspots shift everything around to get back to where you exactly, were. Exactly yeah. right. And we're always playing the game of you know where are we? Where are we? But th this is how you kind of take control of it. So there's a hidden depth to this system, and you don't get a chance. I don't think we talk about this enough, and I don't think anybody else does because it either seems so convoluted or so out of, out of whack. It's like you know, oh well, this is very specific, but it's not really. I mean, window spots to me should have been and should be in the beginner section i mean it should be built into the system from i mean it is built in but i mean it should be available as a keystroke it doesn't seem to be i can't i mean i've tried the keystroke it suggests which is i think it's vo and then command you hold on command as well and use the left and right brackets that doesn't work for me so i don't know mm. why that is but you know i had to set that that particular command up so anyway the final thing i want to say on this because it's very exciting i know lots of you want to try it out and you should I think it'll make you navigating your system a lot easier. It's a simple thing, but it'll make navigation a lot simpler. But I will say this. I checked out the documentation on the Apple support pages last night. 
And interestingly, in macOS Sonoma 14, that's where you see the listing about all this and how to use Windows Spots. It also says in there you can use it to navigate the web. Now, it used to be there were things called web spots. Yes. That, seems, that language has disappeared, and so it seems as the feature from Sonoma. But the previous version of macOS, Ventura, it does list web spots, auto web spots, and window spots. So clearly, there's been a rewrite here. Something's changed in this version of Sonoma that hasn't really made it out. It may have been in some kind of technical release note somewhere, not something I even heard of. So this is a change, but I will tell you it's a change for the better, and it's made navigating this thing a heck of a lot easier. So kudos to Apple for Windows Spots because uh, I think it's great, um, and it's, it's certainly made my life a lot easier. So there you go. I can't quite figure out the difference between a window spot and a landmark, say, or a container. Or a region. Um, if you use landmarks in something like WhatsApp, for example, or iMessage on the Mac, does it do the same thing? I, I don't know if it's, it's... This is what I don't understand. I don't know if the system itself is reading the screen and saying, okay, so this is an element, this is an element, this is a container element, this is that, or whether it's written into the program itself. Um, because some apps... I mean, like there was one app, the, the Farago app I use, which is my soundboard. It doesn't work in there at all. But navigation through Farago is very simple anyway. There's no major issues with that. But it, it, you know, but that option isn't there. It doesn't work in that. But it seems to work in everything else. It also works, and well, I don't know. I'm saying this. I'd love it to work. That's what I mean. I'd love it to work in Final <laughs> Cut Pro or iMovie because that's a, that is one application I have found really difficult to get my head around because there's so much navigation required. You spend more time navigating to things than you yes. do getting anything done. So being able to jump around that screen, I can't imagine it won't have this functionality in it. But I don't well, know where seems- it's coming from because it, always, it just seems to have started and maybe the underlying structure was already there and they've just formed up the way you can navigate around. I don't know. It's interesting because every app I think you've mentioned so far is an Apple app. Well, apart from WhatsApp. Um, oh, no, some, yeah, good point. Audacity is a little bit... Audacity works with it to a degree. I mean, I must admit the problem with Audacity is it's not a particularly accessible app in itself. There are elements yeah, that just are not read out. Back. But yeah. it does, but you can navigate to things that I couldn't navigate to before, which is interesting. So if that the underlying cool. accessibility was good, then it would be okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, no, very nice. Very nice. I'm going to look into Windows Spots. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite impressed. I won't lie. I'm very impressed, actually. And I think it's, um, it's certainly changed the way I'm using my Mac, uh, which, is, which is really cool. There is something else. Um, so two things I want to share with you, because uh, this week I have been... Um, well, let's just say... What Stephen bought this week? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no, where's it's this going? It's been a bit of a spending week this week, uh, or last week, actually. Um, I bought two things. One of them I'm going to tell you about today. I'll tell you both of them, but I'm going to tell you about one of them today, and I'll tell you about the other one maybe tomorrow. I don't want to hog everything. I know I can, but, you know... <laughs> God, it's such a cliffhanger. I'm on tender hooks or whatever it's called. Go. Well, I'm going to tell you that I'm wearing one of them right now. Oof. It's not a tennis suit. pants. Oh, uh, okay. No. Well, well, that is, well, let's not go there. Um, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a conversation we shouldn't have. We yes. really, yeah, there's, there's some things for off-air. Something's just for us, Sean, and something's for the audience. Let's just leave it at that. Sorry, um, carry on. Yes, what have you bought this week, Steve? I'm wearing one of them. It is 
Meta Ray-Ban glasses. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, very nice. You yes. kept this one so quiet as well. I, know. I had no idea. <laughs> I was talking to you. And you know, I thought I told you. We're talking over the weekend, and I'm like, I'm sure I told you, you this. Definitely you like, no, didn't. no, 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 you no. didn't. Um, no. So, yeah, I decided to, to take the splodge, and I'll tell you why. Because I saw a message somewhere, I can't even remember where, maybe it was an email. I, honestly, there's so many communications come from all over the place, I can't remember where it comes from. But there was one comment that I saw which said, yes, you can listen to voiceover through them. So voiceover will come through these glasses. And, and that was it for me. That was me sold. Because I thought, you know what, at the very least, if these are just glorified Bose frames, I'll be okay with that. Yeah. Um, so I bought them. And there's a couple of things I immediately noticed. I mean, first off, you have to forget the meta for a second and remember Ray-Ban. So these are supposedly, I am not a brand person. There's only one brand in my life. And oddly enough, it's shaped like a fruit, which is weirdly ironic for me. Um, but, because uh, I wouldn't touch real fruit, but I'll happily touch the, uh, you know, the one that's embossed in the back or something. Um, and <laughs> I... Um, I'm you look sa- good in the Ray Bans. Oh, I don't know if I look good say. in them, but I, what that's I mean is what that, you're going to say. No, no, I don't. I don't know what I look like, but I will say that I think that the, the, the one thing you're sure about is fashion, right? They're fashionable. They're going to look good, and they feel nice. So, first thing I noticed when I brought them out of the box, uh, they're in this beautiful little traditional, I would say, glasses case, uh, which has one slight difference in that it is actually the unit where the the glasses charge. So you put them back into the case to charge, which is natural. Uh, and the little clasp on the front is actually an LED indicator for the battery. I was like, oh, that's very posh. That's quite That nice. is so cool. I Not accessible. Say. Doesn't tell you anything. Doesn't speak. Yeah, yeah, we can't up. see it, oh, but we know it's there. It's kind of nice, though. Kind of, I can imagine sort of sitting my glasses down and then shutting the case, and someone says, why is your case just lit up? Um, oh, could start a conversation, yes. or they'll be stolen. Um, but anyway, so I, I got these, and um, the first thing I wanted to do, of course, the first thought in my ha- my head was, okay, what about the app? How, is, how accessible is this going to be? Uh, so I went through this setup process, uh, downloaded the Meta View app, which is what you get, and we had Alan talking about this recently. Uh, he emailed in because he was thinking of getting these. I think you were waiting for them, Alan. And um, he was saying that he had a couple of issues, or felt it was a couple of issues. I, I only had one issue. Most of it was accessible which I was kind of impressed about. It was mostly accessible. One screen wasn't, and that was a screen which let you choose which type of glasses. Meta Ray, uh, Ban, uh, what was this one? The uh, Meta, was it Ray Ban Meta or something? And then the other one's called Stories, yeah. Although I think they're yeah. both called Stories. I don't quite understand that. Oh, but um, okay. basically, there's two types. There's the version one and version two. Uh, end result was that version two was what I wanted. Thankfully to Ira on another phone, I was able to figure out what it was, and all was good. Uh, so I carried on from there. But no issues beyond that, just that one screen. So if they could fix that one screen, screen recognition I tried on it, didn't come up with any results either. Um, <sighs> so that's annoying. So annoying, yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, it was it was fine. The setup was good. Uh, there wasn't, it was a lot of things I could do. I will say, I think if you live in the States, you get more out of these than you'll get here or where I am in the UK at the minute, even in Canada at the moment, because they don't have uh, the AI that everyone's talking about in the US, the meta AI is not there. It's not available as yet. I'm sure it'll come. I'm, I'm not doubting that it will arrive at some point, but it's just not here yet. Yeah, but when? That's, that's well, a, I don't a know. killer I don't feature. Know. It is a killer feature, it. and I think it's going to be very interesting for sure, but I, I, I'm kind of willing to wait for it because the way I'm looking at this, I'm buying these as a Bose frames replacement. 
Okay, so I'm kind of going toe-to-toe yes. there. So let's just stick on that level for the moment. So first question, once they're set up, and there's lots you can do, you can uh, set up things like, I didn't realize you could do phone calls on it. I thought it was only WhatsApp calls, but you can do WhatsApp calls, but you can also do regular calls. Um, Texts and messages tends to live within the WhatsApp app and indeed other meta applications. I can summon the assistant on the glasses to make a call to you, for example, and I can use the H-E-Y meta. can't say the word because I'm actually wearing the glasses at the moment. And then I could say, call Sean oh, Priest. Yeah. And it will, yeah. And they will they will start calling you. Now, you know the next question is going to be from everybody. What do they sound like? Um, well, two sides to this story, of course, because there's my audio, which I'm hearing back, and the audio that you are getting down the phone. So starting with the sound I'm getting, um, they are very similar to the Bose frames in terms of audio quality. I'd say almost exact. A little well, bit a more, pun- a little bit more punchy. Just a little bit more punchy. Wow. Um, okay. Certainly clear. And the one big difference with these to the Bose is uh, where um, there were options for things like spatial audio um, through AR and stuff. That that was a thing with the Bose at the beginning. That project was shelved early on. Uh, this yeah. is very much something which these glasses allow for. And I'm going to get into that in a second. We, we should take a break because we're at that point. We should take a break. We'll come back. I'll talk more about this. Stay there. Call the Double Tappers now, 1-877-803-4567, or email us, feedback at doubletaponair.com. So back to the glasses, and um, so it's been interesting. So setting them up was was fairly simple. Got through all the process of, you know, enabling the calls, enabling WhatsApp, um, a lot of interesting information around user data, because obviously that's one concern we all have with all this stuff, well, at least I do, Um and, you know, it says that if you have, for example, use, you know, WhatsApp contacts and stuff, all the data is stored locally. Nothing is sent to Meta. Okay, your results may vary on that one. I don't know, but that's what it says. Um, what else? So in terms of the audio quality, yeah. So I made a call to you. I could hear you beautifully. Sounded amazing. Uh, really impressed by the audio. Inside the house. This is always the challenge. What's it like in the real world? We shall find out. But I think the audio is strong enough that I might actually be able to hear these. Outside, not tinny. That's a good at start. All. Yeah, not tinny. Yeah. Got a bit of depth to it. Doesn't do. Doesn't rattle your head, which I like. You don't get that horrible rattly. Sometimes you get them if it's if it's oh. turned up too high. Yes, that my Sancor frames blow in my ears if I have it yeah. up too loud. It drives me crazy. What's that? It makes me jump every time. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a little bit of that because it depends how loud they are, right? So I think yeah. it's one of those ones that I would probably, for me, turn up full and then maybe knock back a couple of notches just to get it to the right level. But I'll be interested to see what it's like in the real world. Um, how was it for you, love? Because uh, when, when I uh, called you, I was yes. at the first, as I often do, I often phone you Always in the middle of the night do. and say, uh, how do I sound? How do I sound? Yeah, you sound all right, I always say. But you know what? <laughs> Amazing. It sounded, I thought you were trying out a new mic setup on the Mac or something like that because it was so, usually when you're wearing glasses or even making a call through headphones or earbuds, you can hear that reverb in the room, like someone's stood away from the microphone because basically you are because it's far, well, you know, it's not close to your mouth, let's put it that way. So um, I had no idea you were calling on the glasses. It sounded amazing. The best audio I've heard from... Um, never mind a Bluetooth mic or anything, just from a wearable like that sounded great. Yeah. Well, I maybe, blown away. maybe through the week at some point, we'll maybe do a quick call. We'll, we'll test it because I know you've got a bit of a 
technical situation going on at the moment. I have, yes. Um, otherwise, we would have done it today. But uh, we will do that. We'll do a call where we, you, so you can actually hear what it sounds like. Um, I, what I'll also do, I haven't done it yet, but I, well, I mean, I, I, tell you, I have done it, but I haven't moved the video across. You can take videos on these things as well. That's, of course, one of the other features here. Now, I must admit, I didn't fully understand how all that worked or what that meant. I heard a lot about live streaming to Facebook and all, and I'm not really interested in any of that. But no. I was interested in the video capture. So inside this thing, there's 32 gigabytes of space, which is a lot, actually, for what I think is inside a pair of glasses. Um, but you've got 32 gig of space in here. You're only allowed, though, to record video for 60 seconds. Now, I'm guessing mm. that that's partly driven towards the TikTok market and people who want to make short videos, right? They're probably not going to make long video content. So 60 seconds is more than enough. But, you know, I'm thinking about if you wanted to record a scene or just wanted to grab, you know, some some video from something or you just want to, you know, quickly capture something, I think that would be more than enough. You probably don't yep. want it being able to record for hours and hours. Um, the idea that it has a shut-off is maybe not a bad thing. And, of course, there's battery to consider as well. Um, videos at 1080p, some people, I can't really tell you whether the video's any good or not, but people say it's good. They say it's not as good as a camera phone or you know, a GoPro or things like that, but, you know, it's okay. Um, good enough is the kind of phrase I hear a lot. I would expect good enough from glasses. So would I, from a pair of glasses, yeah. yeah. Um, no ability to connect to Ira or Be My Eyes or any of that stuff, so don't look for that at the moment. That might come down the line, but we're not there yet with it. Uh, so let's just park that idea right now. Um, you can, of course, make... Well, I say this. You can make calls through the device. haven't tried an IRA call through it, but then I don't know if I would at the moment. But I don't know. We'll, we'll try stuff out through the week and I'll let you know. Um, but I've got to say that the, the recording aspect has one feature in it, which I think will entice a lot of us blind people, especially those of us who are interested in these kind of glasses. Because video is nice, but audio is better for us. And the one thing these glasses have that I don't think any glasses I've seen touted that have these features, like the you know the audio in them and the recording in them and whatever else, has the yeah. ability to record spatial audio. So every Ooh. video, every video you record is in spatial video. And someone was saying that they had recorded a video where their sister was sitting to their left talking away. They had someone else sitting to their right. And when they played the video back, it was as if they because they played it back in their glasses. It was as if like the person yeah. was back there again. It was You're so back, weird. Yeah, And I That's, think that um, could be really interesting for us. I, I think about the amount of times, and I know friends of mine, I know people who I see online, blind friends and blind people online I see who talk about audio postcards, essentially, that they record for themselves. To me, that's what this is kind of for, for us. So this could actually be pretty cool. Well, I, the binaural headphones, I've totally forgotten what they're called at the minute that I use. Oh, yeah, yeah. I the love Sennheiser's. Sennheisers, yeah, I I love those. There's something about them, and you do find a lot of visually impaired people use those because it's, there's nothing like that spatial recording. So I can totally see me using these, even if it's in a video format. I don't care. I don't care if you got that spatial audio. That's amazing. Can you record spatial audio without recording video? Is there a record no. audio function? Not no. yet. No. No, so that's not the. I mean, there's a simple answer to that. Bit of tape over the. <laughs> <laughs> the camera, if you don't want to use no, but, it, I suppose. Yeah, but. It doesn't matter. I'm just thinking from a, you know, being able to like voice memo and things like that. But it, mm, it's yeah, it's very cool. I've got to say, I'm really interested in these. I, it, it was your idea that it was so locked down that you wouldn't even be able to have the audio from the phone unless it's from the Meta app, That's what I for thought, example. Yeah. 
Um, that, that was really interesting. But it, it, as you just said, it's absolutely not that. These are basically audio sunglasses with extra in them. Now, that extra being the camera, obviously, but mm. and the AI when that actually gets universally released, which is another very interesting thing. You know, mm. What am I looking at? That could be very cool. Um, but what you say about the design of these as well, which is important, it's something we spoke about and I spoke about on um, with Dave Brown uh, on the live spot the other week, um, about how you look wearing technology as well. And if these are you know, standard looking or even nice looking sunglasses with that level of Bose audio as well, which I think so far have been the best audio I've experienced in glasses. Um, I'm really impressed. I, mean, oh, I'm, I want some of these. Well, I think you'll like them because honestly, the, so I mean, the, the feel as well, I mean, Bose frames, one of the first things that people said about them, and certainly I remember saying a lot was build quality was not there. It just was not a great quality build. They tried to improve it over the years. Eventually, it fell away. But these are these are solid. These are nice. These feel good. Uh, they they feel premium. They've got the the Ray Ban feel. They're very they're, they're a little bit plasticky to some degree. But I don't know if that's partly driven by the technology that's inside them and maybe heat dissipation. I don't know. Maybe they have to keep that. I, I don't know what's going on in there, but. I'm not really a Ray-Ban person, so I don't know much more beyond the brand, but I know it's fashionable. That's all I know. And I think that one thing I felt with these is that the arms or the legs or however you want to define it, um, much smaller than the Bose frames, much smaller. So it's a much more like you're wearing regular sunglasses rather than looking like they are something different. People recognised there was something different about the Bose frames when I wore them. I'd be interested to see if they notice anything here. In fact, they might just go, oh, you got a pair of Ray-Bans, and that'll be it. And that's kind of nice, right? That you can kind of fit in, yeah. but also get this extra stuff. Now, in terms of the, the voiceover, everything comes through. So voiceover comes through, calls come through. Um, I, I, st- I have a lot to try. So I'm sure there'll be pitfalls with this, but there's a lot of interesting stuff to try and things like, you know, IRA calls. You know, will it actually send the audio through? Because I mean, I guess it will. I can't imagine it won't do that, but I'd be interested to see if it can because I just, I have it in my head that it's locked down. You I don't do. know if it is. Yeah. I don't know if it is as locked down as perhaps I think it is. Um, but certainly it's locked down at least in terms of what it can interact with. And I think, if I'm honest, maybe I'm thinking, mm. maybe we need to think about it as two things. One is the Bluetooth connection to the phone, which is transferring the audio back and forward. That part yes. seems to be fairly open. Uh, but then you've got this assistant feature as well. And it's the assistant which is locked down. It can only do so many things. And it can't do a lot. There's not a lot you can do with it at the moment. Yeah. Ask it the time, ask it to the date, it'll tell you. But that's about it. Um, Once that AI comes in, it is like, it's going to blow things away. And, you know, I'll be interested, we're going to be speaking to um, Karthik Karnan soon from Envision. And, you know, this to me, this is just like the perfect product for Envision, right? It's just like the perfect connection. Um, So I'll be intrigued to see his take on all this because, you know, these, these guys must be having conversations with companies like this just to see what on earth is, you know, how, what's Again, possible? Though, it's all about the technology, right? There's there's a few different ways to go about this. With the case of the Envision glasses, it's done on board. Um, so the the software is actually in the glasses itself. Yes, that's right. Whereas with these, I'm assuming it's all powered off the app. Everything is sent to the app and powered by the app. Yeah. You couldn't use these glasses standalone without your phone. So there's a different approach there, but. I do like the sound of these, as you said. I do like the the sound of they just look like sunglasses. Look I mean, the sunglasses. You can take pictures. 
I love the video aspect. I think there's a lot of family. I, I can think of people right now in our audience. I can I can almost picture people right now in my head who are who have family. You know, get friends, kids. Um, you know, they go away for the day. You know, the, the dad who's blind wants to take pictures or, or at least take video of his his kids running about. You know, if you can hear where the audio is coming from, essentially where the kids are, you just point your head in that direction. You're taking that video. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you're you're part of that rather than someone else. Could you do that? Could you take that picture for me? Could you do this? You can do it. You can take control of it. And it's as simple as clicking a little button. There's a little button on the very top. You press it once and that takes a picture. And it, and it doesn't matter where you are or what's going on. You just hit that button and it takes a picture. Now, that could be pretty cool. I mean, I can see I can see a lot of criminals being found out very quickly by that. Just snap uh, and just walk on, right? Um, but then you can hold the, the button down and it will start recording the 60-second video. There's an LED on the front somewhere that, that lights up to tell you that it's doing that. But yeah. um, And that's obviously for other people. I think less people seem to be bothered by this. I remember the way back at the beginning saying there'll never be glasses with cameras in them, and here we are. Um, yeah. But I, I'm really excited, and I think that spatial audio feature for me is the killer because that is just a, an amazing thing. We're going away on holiday soon. Um, you know, I, I just love the idea of just pressing this button and just capturing a sense. I've always wanted to do that, but yeah. never really wanted to pull out like another set of headphones and, you know, I've exactly. got to use the ambios and plug them into a phone and then hit record. You know, I just want to literally press a button and I can do that. And the benefit is for people at back home, yes, I've got a lovely audio memory with beautiful spatial audio that I can go back to and say, remember that we sat in that cafe, snap. And then, you know, family can watch it. They can see it. That's sort of an inclusive experience. And the whole thing, by the way, ah. is hands-free as well. So you can just ask to take a picture or ask to start a video. And this is where a lot of people in the disability community more broadly are excited by this. Someone who physically can't touch the device can still work with it, can enact with it. So this is a mainstream product that has actually got a heck of a lot of features in here already that are great for accessibility. And with AI on top, ah, I think the world's a oyster with these ones. I think these are the ones to back. Wow, strong words indeed, Stephen Scott. So, a couple of questions. Firstly, battery life. Do you get four hours out of these? Oh. So, not a lot okay. of time. Now, that's four hours of continuous use. So, over a day, depending on how much you're using your phone, if you're using voiceover, I guess that would be classed as continuous use, but we're not sitting on it all day. That yeah. is where the true test comes. How much battery life will you get out of it? To charge them up, uh, you pop them into the case, and I think an hour gives you enough to get you back up on track. I'm not—I can't remember the exact details. I'll look into that for you. But the the total charge time—if you were away, if you were going away for the day, or going away for a couple of days—total charge time with a full case charge is 32 hours. So that's four hours plus the time taken to charge up and then usage. So in total, it's about 32 hours you get out of it. Um, but that's of course, you've got nice. to take them off to do that. But most people are taking them off and on. We would be keeping them on. So that's the only bit for me is because I can't, I can't be out and then taking them off. I'm Can not wearing them, them without... entirely for fashion, right? <laughs> is it so, a proprietary charging thing? Or is there like a USB-C in there as well somewhere on the frames? No, nothing on the... No, no, no. The, the frames connect so inside the glasses. purely through the case. The case itself okay. at the bottom of the case that has the USB-C charging uh, port. Gotcha. So... Um, but okay, I mean, charged not up. too bad. Yeah. More questions? Second question. Yes. Price. How much? Okay. Well, like everything we buy <laughs> these days, especially, comes oh, no. with that um, considered purchase badge. Um, yes. So these start at 369 Canadian dollars. So that's, um, 
That's, I mean, it's a hefty price for a pair of sunglasses. I mean, the bows were kind of similar. I think from memory, they were about $300 to buy Canadian. Yes. So, you know, it's kind of, Sanctuary again, it's in, that, it's in that ballpark again. And, you know, again, it's, I say start from, there are different options available, different styles, different sizes as well. You know me with my horse head. Yes, um, of course. So I bought the large. And then after I bought the large, I realized there was a double XL, um, which, you know, for me, that's small. But um, it's well, what we usually go for. But yeah, exactly. No, triple X, <laughs> quadruple, Cinco, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever's beyond that. Um, but yeah, basically, you can get um, three different sizes of, of glass, of glasses, of frames, um, different colors and uh, different levels of, of sunglasses. I don't know what I bought, to be perfectly honest. I thought they were dark sunglasses. They seem to be almost like. Um, it's like a, a gradient to them. I'm getting light from the top going away, so the, 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 the top is dark, and the bottom seems to be light. So never had that oh, before. You look so cool, don't I, you? I, either you look like, like that, a great idiot. Tom Cruise. I don't know. I don't know what I look like. But the, you know what? I haven't been out with them yet. I've not been outside with them, so I will, and I will let you know how I got on. But And obviously the, the audio test is going to be the, the key here. But so far, I'm very impressed. So, um, yeah. That's amazing. Beautiful. Well, yeah, that was a surprise. I honestly I had no idea you were going to get those. And when you give me that call, I was blown away by them. I thought the audio quality was absolutely fantastic. I think you said it's, there's five microphones in here. And the, the five mics, they are good microphones. Now, we're not talking broadcast, but I will say this. When I recorded the video, and the way it works is you record the video, then you go into the MetaView app, and you can transfer that video straight to your photos all accessible. You can just transfer that video straight into your photos library on your phone. And um, that's it, basically. But I listened back to the audio and I was actually quite impressed. It sounded like I was in a, in a room with a decent mic, like a proper microphone. It didn't sound yeah. like I was talking through a pair of glasses. I was, I, there must be AI going on there. There must be some processing going on afterwards. But that's that's nice. I mean, the audio is, is very clear. And it sounded like I was in front of the mic, like you said. It didn't sound like I was yep. miles away from it. And there was no breaking up or anything. I mean, no. obviously, like you said, this this could change when you get outside and you're on a, a, a mobile data connection. Yeah, yeah. This could all change. But right right now, when you test them connected to Wi-Fi, amazing. Sounded so good. Shall we talk about the third thing? The, the third thing I want to talk about, which is the second thing I bought last week. Oh, now I'm confused. Yes, please. What else have you bought? Um, Kind of done it. Kind of done it. Oh, yes. No. So... Yep. You know there's that keyboard with the Braille display in it that I keep going on about <laughs> that's really nice, that I really like. Yeah. And I'm often like, oh, if only I had one of them. I bought the Mantis Q40. There you go. I did hey! it. I put my money down and I said, right, that is it. It is time. Thank goodness it for Divide Buy. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> but honestly, and, and I did, and for people who don't know, Divide Buy, I think this is a UK thing. Maybe it's abroad. I don't know. But Basically, there'll be maybe a similar scheme in your country. Some of these uh, specialist tech companies offer these pay options where you don't have to pay up front the full amount, which is very useful because it's a very yes. expensive device. And um, what you can do, you can split that amount over 12 months. Again, it's a lot of money, but you know it's a lot less than paying out the full whack at once, uh, which I wasn't go. able to do. Yeah. So you know, being able to pay up, you know what? We get disability benefit in this country, and there's a reason for that. So that's what I'm using it for. Uh, and that's yep. exactly what this is for. So this is the uh, Mantis Q40. For those who don't know, it's the uh, laptop-style keyboard with the 40-cell Braille display built in. I, you know, it's so weird. I've been using this now for three days straight, and it's kind of taken over everything for me. I don't know what has happened. I don't know what has changed. 
but something has clicked in my mind with this, and it's all thanks to this device. Because what happened is, you know, before I had a Braille display, as you know, I had an old one I had from work, which was the Focus 40, which is a brilliant yes. display. Uh, and I still have it. I'm not getting rid of it. It's brilliant. But it just, I think it's the Perkins input keys that have always thrown me. Because I feel like it slows me down. I'm not as quick on that as I would be on a regular QWERTY keyboard. And what am I wanting to achieve, right? I'm wanting to, to type things in, type a document, type show notes, type whatever, and then check it back. Write an email, check it back. Ideally, cut down the amount of speech that's coming out of the system as well. And doing that with a Perkins exclusively isn't really possible for me at the moment. I couldn't use it on its own. I'd have to use a QWERTY keyboard alongside it. And again, you think about going away somewhere, right? You're taking a laptop, you're taking you know, a, a separate keyboard and a separate yeah. build display sometimes, or you're taking a build display. And, you know, I like my MX keys. It's the best keyboard I've ever used. So I'm like, well, I'd have to take that with me to Vienna. I'd have to take my Braille display. It's like I'm taking all this stuff. Yeah. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could just use one thing? And honestly, this is it. So the Braille, beautiful Braille from HumanWare on this. Really nice, nice firm Braille. Uh, not quite the signage quality from Orbit, but, you know, just a little bit softer, which is actually quite nice. Um, the unit itself is amazing because you can connect five five Bluetooth devices to it, plus an additional USB connected device as well. So you've oh, got wow. six connected capable devices and you can switch between all of them very easily. I've learned how to use the menu system, which I know sounds ridiculous. Like, well, why wouldn't you? But for me, that was always a bit of a hit and miss. I was so proud of myself at the weekend. I managed to get it set up, get it connected to the Wi-Fi, get the software downloaded, have a look at some of the online store options. Because of course, this isn't just entirely about text. I mean, Yes, you can use it as a notepad and pen, which is kind of what the the editor function is there for. You can, you know, you can use it with your computer, for example. Let's say you're on a Zoom call and you're using your Mantis Q40, as I'm doing right now with my Mac, right? So I'm on the Mac, I'm on the Zoom call. I've muted speech on my Mac and I'm listening to the Zoom call. But in between it, I want to take some notes. Now, there's a couple of options. I could open up text edit, but I'd be faffing around with a computer, you know, whilst I'm on a Zoom call. And then maybe a, a yep. notification comes in and focus gets lost and suddenly I have to turn speech back on and I'm lost. If I could just type my notes, like anybody else would pick up a pen and sit with a piece of paper separately and take their notes, that's what I want to do. So you can come out of the Mac, you just press the home button here, you go to connected devices and you just check change your uh, to oh, actually you don't, you don't have a big button you go to connected devices you come out of that you hit home again and it takes you into the editor and you can just immediately start typing your notes entirely separate the machine is now not sending data to the mac it's essentially now become an all-in-one on its own standalone note taker you can type on your notes that's you you can save those notes if you want to an sd card and then later transfer them back in to the mac if you wanted to do that um but then you can easily just go back to maybe check your phone, check your computer, whatever you want to do. You can just easily navigate back around and into those devices. So all the connected devices are there and you can just move between them as you see fit. And you've got that built-in note-taking function. And on top of all that, you've got the online store data or the, store, the online um, services as well. So you get, if, if you've got access to Bookshare, NFB Newsline, um, Daisy services, you can download books directly onto the device. Um, this is quite an incredible piece of kit. I'd love it to have audio because I think that would be an extra addition. For example, for audio services, you could download that audio. That would be kind of cool. 
But then I've got my Victor Reader stream for that, and I'm kind of happy about that because that kind of separates it from me the way I like it. I'm, that's a leisure device. That's my iPad. This, yeah, 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 yeah. This is my function. This is what I'm getting stuff done with. This is my function. This is my, my function. function. Yeah. I, I've got to say, <laughs> i got to say, because you were... You weren't too sure about this. This no. made you... Uh, the, the, the thing for me was, I feel nervous. And I think we've all we've all had that hovering over the buy now button. Because, you know, as you said, that considered purchase is oh, a term we throw so. around a lot. But this, you know, any Braille display for that matter, mm-hmm. is a considered purchase. But given, what, a day, a day and a half. And when you came back to me and said, you know what, I've just been through the emails. And I've sorted the emails out. And all without any audio, just using Braille. And I found so many spelling mistakes. And yeah, well, that was spaces. it. So I, I, I had actually turned speech off. So typing echo, I always had set to words. Turned that off. So now I'm getting no output from the system apart from voiceover notifications or messages as I'm typing along. Like, for example, you know, I've corrected this word for you or whatever it might be. And, um, yeah, at the end of it, being able to check back the email and and find the mistakes and go, oh, hang on, that's not spelled right. Or, oh, I've missed a G in changing. Or, ook is, is, should be book, you know. Ook, yes. <laughs> but, but, but actually, I mean, first off, I was amazed that I was able to do that myself. That yep. felt amazing. It's like, oh, actually, I can read Braille. Um, almost playing this game of like, can I do this? And yeah, being yeah, able exactly. to do it. And then, you know, having that ability and then going in and actually you know, uh, changing it and, and, you know, using the cursor routing keys, which is another great thing about it, because when you're moving around text on an email, for example, when you get to ook, you just push the, the cursor routing key above the space before O, and that puts the cursor right where you want it to be. So you don't have to muck around with arrow keys. You can just push it and it'll take it straight to that place, hit B, and suddenly you're, you're, you move on because, you know, you've corrected Your it. Your ook is now a book. Yeah. yeah, and it's like seconds rather than, you know, where am I in this? And where is the cursor exactly? You know where the cursor is at all times. And I'm doing all that without speech. So it's really nice. It's made it a much nicer experience. And I think it's made me really appreciate the Braille more than anything else. Um, but no, this this is an incredible little device and it's changed things. And I, I don't know, I, I still can't fully grasp why because I had a Braille display and a keyboard. So that's what I've got now, just in one box. But for some reason, something's changed. This is different. And I think for our travels mm. coming up, this is just going to be a godsend because I can sit here and I can check things as I go whilst I am doing interviews. We can take notes. We can do it. Just, it's going to change things. I'm so, so excited about it. Yeah. No, I'm really glad. Like I say, you sounded so happy when you said about the emails. Yeah. And I, I know exactly what you mean because I always think, yeah, yeah, I want to learn Braille, but I think that's going to slow me down to do something like emails or something like that. But, you know, you, you really seem to have, I don't know, this device has made a difference. And like you said, why is that? The form factor, the way it performs? Is it just purely going to the QWERTY keyboard away from the Perkins-style Braille input? I, honestly, who knows? But the fact is, I don't know. you're loving it. Um, I think I've learned something very important. You've got, I mean, in order to go fast, you've got to go slow a bit. You've got to slow down to get back to that speed. I think that's the truth of blindness. I think that's it. The answer is you've got to slow down to speed back up again because you will speed up. We will all speed up the more we do it, the more we practice, the more we learn, the more we you get into it. But you yeah. have to accept you're going to have to slow down. That's been the hardest bit for me. I'm always used to running at full speed. Get it done. Come on, get this finished. That was the old way. I can't do it anymore. I've just realized I yeah. can't do it that way anymore. But I can yeah. again if I just slow things down a little bit. 
So yeah. there you go. It's um, oh, it's oh. been a profound day. I've got new glasses. Very I've got my new uh, mantis. I've got you know my window, my Mac working properly thanks to Windows Spot. What a weekend! Yeah, your wife's just one weekend, you. and my wife. Well, actually, she's, I, think she, I think she's left me actually. But uh, <laughs> in amongst all this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, she's happy. She's fine. But no, um, we had a we had a you know a good weekend as a result of all this. So um, yeah, and you Excellent. on the other hand, complete disaster. We'll maybe talk about yeah, that tomorrow. We'll, we'll go to that. <laughs> Save <tomorrow>. that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, thanks for taking the time to download whatever this thing is, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.